Hello and welcome back to Dial H for Hero Clicks. I'm your sexy ranch hand co-host Calder Ness. This is episode 280. Howdy, howdy, let's get rowdy. <laughs> Dial H for Hero Clicks is brought to you by CoolStuffInc.com, where you can find cool stuff in stock every day, including all the latest Hero Clicks singles and sealed products. Make sure to check them out at CoolStuffInc.com. Joining me today in the studio is, of course, my good co-host, Simeon. What's going on? You know, I found this book bound in human skin, and I started reading it, and now these deadites won't leave me alone. Just oh, keep, like, really? knocking on my doors and stuff. They're just, they're yeah. just like, doot, doot, doot. Klaatu, Barada, <laughs> something like that. I'm pretty sure it's something like that. That's what you're supposed to say to get them back. But I can never remember the words. <laughs> it's probably for the best. It's probably for the keep best. It that way. No, it's probably for the best. Uh, all right. Well, <laughs> geez. It, it is well into October. The spooky season is October 13th as the time of the recording of this. And I am just excited. I'm excited for Halloween. I love the season. Even if. The weather is trying to tell me it's Christmas time right now. Uh, I'm still cool with it. We like to start every week with what made us happy. Simeon, what made you happy this week? What made me happy this week was I uh, got a surprise ticket to Blue October. I didn't even know they were in town. Um, So I watched Blue October outside. It was like 30 degrees out. And, you know, it was cool. But I was like... It's blue October. It's in October. I'm turning blue. Everything like combined into one. So that it's was really cool. Coming together. Yeah. And then awesome. I, I watched Evil Dead when I got home. Um, and then I went to the Joker today. Oh. Joker movie. We do, after all, live in a society. Rise up. You know what I'm saying? I yeah. Seen Joker. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You know, uh,. Without giving away any spoilers or Give anything, us your spoiler I don't even, review right now. Two minutes. I don't even. Show. <laughs> I don't even think there are spoilers that I could give away that would like be like, oh no, what a twist, you know? Like you see everything coming, I think, but um, don't go into it expecting a DC movie or even like a hero villain, any kind of thing like that. Um, if you go into it expecting like a falling down or taxi driver kind of movie. Uh, it's like high drama, and I'd say it's almost even like a horror movie because it's it's real life, man. It's real life. It's a little gory, maybe. Yeah, it definitely gory. earns its R rating without any language. So, oh, if you've got like younger kids, definitely do not go there with them. I did go to the movies this Send weekend. Send them on their <laughs> um, own. And there was a mother who had her two young boys and was like, three tickets to the Joker, please. And I was like, I, I don't know what's in it. I assume it's just, I mean, it's R, it's rated R, all this whatever about it. And I'm just like, that can't be a good idea, lady. Uh, no. And no. they wouldn't even find it enjoyable. It's like a lot of adult themes. And uh, by adult themes, I mean like like adult life kind of themes, you know, like struggling and with like mental health and uh, poverty and stuff like that. So it's stuff that like younger kids wouldn't even understand. To, yeah. Huh. You know the the weirdest part is so I was at a theater that 
had assigned seating you like pick your seat and that's you know sure i like theaters that do that um the guy next to me kept laughing at parts that weren't like the whole movie is not a it's not a comedy it's you know it's an r-rated drama and the guy just kept laughing and i was just like you know like that's not that's not supposed to be funny like like (laughs) someone just like dies and he's like ha nice pretty much and i was just like uh um can I get a new seat? <laughs> uh, but I don't like my seat, uh, mate. Life is a joke. Uh, I don't think you understand the Joker's mantra. That like he's, he had to said that before sometime. I know comedian the Joker are very same, and I, I really like the comedian. He's just like everything's a, a freaking joke. So, uh, but I assume yeah. Joker's gonna just be not fun. It just it doesn't look like a fun movie. It looks like a movie that's gonna be like, look how. How dark and cool DC can be. This is not a a fun superhero movie where you're like, yeah, heroes win. It's gonna like make you think and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, sounds lame, but uh, okay, Todd Phillips, <laughs> two first names, looking idiot. All right. Uh, anyway, what made me happy this week was not. I probably offended people. I I really don't care. Uh, I'll I'll probably see. I'm gonna see it anyways. Um, and I'll probably enjoy it. To be honest with you guys. Yeah, it's, um, a, it's a good, like, dark mirror on society kind of movie. I, I hate dark mirror um, so much. I really cannot get behind that show. Uh, I mean, but, Black Mirror? Black Mirror. Is that what it is? Dark Mirror, Black Mirror? <laughs> you said dark mirror and you messed me up. Yeah, I, I said dark mirror because I was shady, specifically avoiding talking about the show. reflections. Anyways, uh, what made me happy this week? Just to skip over everything to do with Simeon. I listen to a podcast called The Adventure Zone. It's a very common podcast. I think plenty of people should know about it. Uh, and the, the Adventure Zone had their uh, latest episode was their Hoot Nanny. Even if you haven't watched any of them, this is a total spin-off one-shot episode. They are a live action, excuse me there, uh, role-playing podcast. And I don't like have the time to sit down and watch Critical Role, so I just listen to this podcast. Jeez, that bang, that sourhead bang is not sitting with me right now. Oh, it's kind of fighting me. All right. Uh, but this is seriously the most I have ever laughed listening to a podcast in my entire life. Uh, the Adventure Zone Hootenanny. It's on iTunes, Poppy, whatever. Maximum Fund is their thing. This is me shilling for them because it is awesome. Uh, here's a quick synopsis, and you'll you'll find out why I like it pretty pretty fast. They are in the year 2020, whatever, right? Somewhere in the future. And they are a country band going to play at the new Aubrey. So it's it's the grand new Aubrey because it's in the future. And it's funny. Anyways, and while they're doing this, they're on the stage in the grand old Aubrey, which is which is also funny. It's a great guy. Anyways, um, and they're basically a space country band from Earth. And they go off to space to play there. And it's supposed to be what makes people big names. And, like, the characters are great. One dude is someone from Dune, Dune, who I don't know. But, like, probably my all-time favorite character ever made is Pepsi Liberty, who is just just awesome. He's just hilarious. So, uh, check out... There's probably the, someone out there named that. Like, so, dude, I, I might name my son Pepsi Liberty. If I, if I ever get married and have a kid, <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's Pepsi Liberty Ness. Don't, don't argue with me, wife. You know, I mean... <laughs> In like ten or fifteen years, that might be a Pepsi product, like the Pepsi Liberty. Pepsi Liberty. Ness. But it, but it's dude, <laughs> it is great. Uh, so that plus, uh, Team Fortress 2 Scream Fortress update came out. I love TF2 Halloween. I haven't been able to 
play Team Fortress 2 in what felt like forever. Because it just feels like nowadays I have to make time to play video games. And I just said, this weekend, I'm going to put whatever cosplay, anything I need to do is just done. And I'm going to sit at my computer and just play video games. And it is it is awesome. And my bad thing is, I haven't played in so long, I don't have any friends. Uh, so that's like, well, 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 play a sad song in the world's smallest violin. But seriously, Team Fortress 2 is one of my favorite games of all time. I, I could play it uh, just for years. I've already been playing it for seven years. And I, I love Halloween. The maps are funny. The extra interactive stuff they do is so great. Everybody is so much more easy to talk to during Halloween. There's more people on the mic. They're like, oh, we got to kill a, this giant floating eyeball that shoots missiles because it's TF2 and it's awesome. So I, I love Halloween and it's just so great. It's just another another reminder about how awesome Halloween is. So that is what made us happy. That kind of went a little long. Don't worry about it, guys. And now we're going to go ahead and kick into the news. WizKids went ahead and tweeted out, slash posted on their Facebook, um, a picture with the caption, Coming to a tabletop near you. And it's a picture that says, He Hungers 2020. And it's this really, really creepy, sort of lifelike, like action figure something version of Galactus. And I, by the way, I'm not a fan of this costume with the arc reactor in the forehead. Um, but anyways... And in the corner, it's like, why? Well, I don't know if I should get excited yet, but it says specifically in the corner, WizKids Heroclix Marvel Combat Dial System, which basically confirms, they didn't say, use the word Heroclix in it, and it was just on WizKids, but I mean, it's got the whole Heroclix thing in the corner, which means we're going to be getting Galactus next year. What, do, what are your thoughts? Oh, man, I just, the first thing I thought when I saw it was like, first I didn't, I didn't actually believe it was for Heroclix. I was like, cool, Dice Masters gets Galactus. Great. I'm glad for Dice Masters. <laughs> but then, yeah, it was pointed out to me that it it explicitly says Heroclix and uh, Combat Dial. So I was excited after that. And then uh, my first thought was um, that I really want it to be like a 3x6 base. I really want it to be like an OG Galactus. Uh, I don't, I don't really want it to be a re-sculpt, but I definitely want it to be bigger than the normal two by twos. And I'm just a hundred percent sure that it's going to be a two by two. That would suck. I wouldn't mind it being on like a vehicle base or something. That's like a two by four, right? Yeah, I'm not sure what the his, like invisible plane. His legs plane would be a little, little close is. together, I suppose, but they could still make him pretty tall like that. The only bad thing about a three by six is to basically like um, sentence him to death on some maps, not being able to be placed in the starting area. You know, that's my only problem with Galactus. Yeah, is is well, not with Galactus, but with those three by six bases. It's like ah, oh, I want yeah. map. So um, what was it? The skull ship. Uh, you die. You can't can't be placed, and you just you lose. And it's like, oh, well that sucks. <laughs> but I'm really excited for Galactus. I never got to play with, against, or otherwise on these old Galactuses, and now like I, like they're old. Like they don't feel they still stand up pretty well. Like they're still awesome, and their stats are still outrageous. But I just feel like there's so much stuff nowadays that can just totally counter. Like we we need a Galactus that can just totally destroy everything so i i really hope this is just a really awesome galactus i hope he's very thematic i hope this is not just like the fantastic four if it's going to be a full set it's just going to have super boosters 
But if they do, here's how they should do it. All right, this is what I've been kind of cooking in my mind. Fantastic Four set, Super Boosters. They bring back Build a Clicks from Nick Fury and. In, st- in one of the boosters, now not instead of your Colossal, but you get like a regular base Colossal, you'll also get like Galactus Arm, Torso, and then one of them will just be the really like a bigger base that'll almost take up the whole thing, you know? Like maybe like probably a 2x4 would be like the biggest you'd probably do. Right? Would that not be... I don't know how anybody thought about build clicks I thought it was awesome. Uh, I thought that was like a really cool thing. Uh, I really so, liked the idea. See? Um, but... Also, like with the Hulkbuster Mark II, I think it was, um, like each each piece did something. So if you didn't like pull the entire thing, you still had you know like the torso gave you like invuln or whatever. Oh, right. um, so each piece did something. So I don't know if they'd be able to swing that with Galactus, but uh, yeah, disembodied uh, Galactus head probably. I thought you were gonna much. say, hope they bring back team bases. Oh no. No, not at all. Because Fantastic Four, one of like the oh, you know, Marvel's first family the best that should have a team ever. base, never got one. Um, they should absolutely bring back team bases, if only to just make the Fantastic Four into a team base. I would actually be okay with losing to a Fantastic Four team base, because that would make sense and it would be cool. Yeah. Like, I, don't, I mean, even if it wasn't like a like Switch Clicks kind of team base, if it was just all of them on a like base. Oh yeah, just glued to it. Like posing. Totally and, new yeah. rules. No. You know, it, it gave you energy. like energy shield barrier from Sue, super strength start like charge from Ben, uh, plasticity shape change from Running Reed shot, and explosion. Yeah. Poison energy from Johnny. Whatever. Yeah. Cool. Stuff like that. That'd be cool. I could dig it. I could dig it. So that is Galactus and. I'm excited. I'm excited. And I came to see what else was happening in the news there, Simeon. Uh, next up, we had a bunch of WWE stuff on the WizKids, their HeroClick expansion series webpage. So we got a lot of a lot of images that have already been spoiled, but we've got some actual dials instead of just the digital renderings. Um, Eddie Guerrero, for one. Like looks way better somehow. Looks way better as an actual sculpt than the digital rendering did. Um, so we got like you've got uh, front and back packaging of I think all of them for the most part. I haven't okay. gone completely through, but you've got AJ, uh, Andre, Oscar, Big Show, Eddie, Finn Balor, John Cena, Kane, Macho Man. Ric Flair, Roman Reigns. I mean, you know, you know the list. Yeah. And then uh, we also got some images from the just the backs of the cards for the Rock and Sock Connection starter. Is the figures and the backs of the cards, so we can see the dials. We just don't know what their traits or what their special powers do. Okay. Is, I'm just like kind of looking at the back of these dials. They all seem fairly standard. We don't know what any of their specials do or what any of their traits do, obviously. But um, I think that uh, Triple H is the only person with just straight-up printed leadership, I want to say, in WB that I've seen so far. Maybe I missed someone or, or whatever. But, but I think no, I think, really you cool. might, I think you might be right there. Okay. Um, yeah, there's definitely like a few outlier powers that you don't really see. And I really wish, like, it's cool that they gave us the rock 
and they gave us mankind. We hadn't seen mankind's actual sculpt yet. Yeah. But I really wish they had just, you know, slid that HBK over a little bit because the digital rendering of HBK looks so cool, and I just want to see the actual sculpt. I want to see it so bad. Looking at um, the in packaging, John Cena, it looks like he only has two specials, which is his signature, and I don't know. I can't see if it's... Ah, why well, I can't see what it's going to be. And then he also has a special defense, like Never Give Up, which is his, like, combat reflexes, toughness, and something else. Uh, his attitude adjustment is just slam. Looks like it's going to be on the dial. But I'm not seeing any form, unless it's his signature, the five-knuckle shuffle, the whole can't-see-me thing. I'm not seeing anything like that. No, okay, there is a can't-see-me. It's the outwit. Never mind. I see it. I see it now. It's see-me, and then there's outwit. You can make that out. So, no stealth on John Cena. Uh, huge bummer since, like, who, who just had stealth? Who was I just looking at who had stealth? Oh, no, no, that's the new black power. I was looking at Ric Flair, but that's a circle power. Never mind. Yeah, no, but John Cena not having a real you-can't-see-me. Instead, it's just, like, outwit, which is, I guess, it's sort of outwitting someone. Not in the sense that we think of it, but may, maybe? <laughs> I suppose, yeah. Should have been like can't be targeted from characters more than one square away. That's exactly what it should have been. Exactly what it should have been, and they could have made that a special damage power or something like just super easy like that. Since I think almost every trait is just big guy or their signature move. I can't remember if there's. I guess there are a few other different ty- types of traits. Never mind. But still, that should have been a trait John Cena had, and I know it's not useful in the WWE set since they are all close attackers. So maybe it's like you can't see me. He can use just shape change on a four through six, you know, because that's basically what it is. You know, you can't see him. You know, like whatever. You know, it's it should. Ah, people are just gonna be really mad, and I'm frustrated (laughs) that John Cena doesn't have a cool power like that. Anyways, I'm still gonna like paint strip him though, and see if he's like the translucent plastic underneath. Should, oh yeah, should be. I hope he. Ghost right. of John Cena. Yeah, Ghost of John Cena, and see if we can get that going. If not, cutting him off the base, sanding his dial down, and just like, here's my hockey puck dial. It's clearly John Cena. You just can't see him. Ha 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 ha. Funny original joke. And I think that's it, right? That's it for news. That is it for WWE. Um, if you do go onto the WizKid site, somebody like I think they hired like a professional photographer. Because somebody, whoever took, like, pictures of the miniatures, not only are they, like, super in focus and super detailed, the lighting on a few of them, like, AJ Styles has, like, a blue background. I was looking um, at the Kane has, Kane, like, yeah. reddish. <laughs> yeah. That one is, like, so better, cool. Like, wow, you really, really worked for that one. It yeah. Awesome. Uh, Roman Reigns has, like, kind of, like, a reddish backlight. Um, Sasha Banks has, like, a pink backlight. And then uh-huh. the Undertaker has like that re- that same red glow. So yeah. But yeah. <laughs> and then Triple H is uh, if you look at the, the skull for Triple H, he's like spitting sideways. So that one's fun oh, too. Oh jeez. <laughs> I'm not sure out. what that one's. It's no, it's like angled up in the way. Uh, up in the way. Hey, he doesn't want to. Maybe it's just, all over himself. You know, he's, he's more. Yeah, maybe it's just a weird angle. But all right. Can you smell what The Rock is cooking? I guess we know what The Rock was cooking. 
I guess we do. If anybody knows that's from right in the show, I'll have a prize for you if you can guess. All right. Next up, we this is the second week, our second podcast in the month, and every second podcast in the month, we like to have a Patreon ranking up ceremony. This is purely for their new title. So let's go ahead and get right into it. As a reminder, though, for the Dial H Patreon, we do do giveaways each month. And I just uh, made this today, but there's now a Patreon Discord that I will be getting invites. Uh, post that on Patreon and try to get as many people into that. We are going to have channels like a Community Tuesdays question channel for more like further discussion in there. We're also going to have a Bad Samaritan channel, which maybe in the future we'll have a couple of people just play a few fun games of Bad Samaritan, not on air, just to sort of test the whole Heroclix knowledge, you know? So if that interests you at all, for as low as $1 a month for giveaways, and of course, if you go anything higher, we have our Destroy a Heroclix tier. We have tiers that give you like stickers, and I do uh, finally have stickers made of our new logo. And we, you, there's always the option to get the classic logo or the Howdy Howdy Let's Get Rowdy. And yeah, and I'm also looking into potentially getting uh, action tokens. They're super cheap uh, from che- not super cheap. Sorry, excuse me. I know what another good friend here who is content creator of mine uses to make his action tokens. They're a very nice quality. I shouldn't say cheap. They're a very nice quality and you can get a lot of them uh, for a, like about a buck a piece. And I think that's pretty awesome. So I think maybe uh, the $10 or something uh, reward will get like three or a couple of dial H tokens each month. Something like that. I think that would be kind of cool. And if you think that's cool, go ahead and jump on and join the Patreon. Ranking up in October, we have Loyal Miller. He was a vigilante, and now he is a protagonist. Congratulations. Same thing here, vigilante to protagonist. We have Manbach O'Brien. And we got a superhero, ladies and gentlemen. Superhero Mike Templeton is now a super fan. So thank you so much to those guys who have donated and thank you so much to all of our patreons it's thanks to you that we keep the show running each month and that we're able to pump out as much content as we do so thank you guys so much and moving on with that uh, we're going to roll into the community section there are dozens of us dozens so community tuesdays when we get the question on tuesday uh is normally a pretty awesome question what was our question this week simeon this week, our question was, what's your favorite non-clicks tabletop or collectible game? Do you have Do you have an answer to that one? Um, I've got a couple. So, like, Monopoly is probably my most vanilla, like, sold in stores everywhere kind of answer. Um, I very rarely get to play it. Most people aren't willing to sit down for, like, four hours. Because the way Monopoly goes is you'll start with, usually like three plus people three to like six or so and about 20 to 30 minutes into the game three people are gonna be like broke enough to be able to just like drop out like they're there's no way they're gonna recover from like their standing and then it's just like a slow like slow process of like weeding out like who's actually gonna like you know win and uh so I, I very rarely get to play Monopoly, but that's one of my favorites. I really like Risk. I've been playing a lot of it online lately because, again, it's hard to find people that'll sit down and play it. And then um, there's a game called The Refuge, which also has paintable miniatures, uh, but it's a zombie survival game, except you are not cooperating with your other survivors. So you can move zombies into their squares you can steal mm-hmm. cards from them so it's it's kind of like a 
I don't want to call it a deck building game because it's not, but you do need certain cards to win. So that's kind of a fun one. You have to like move across the board and it, it only takes about three to like eight minutes per game. So you can run through like five games in like an hour and uh, it's a lot of fun. Okay, right on. I actually did like the sound of that. I lo- well, I like anything with zombies in it. And the idea of, like, not all of you being survivors, and you can kind of, like, push a zombie over to there. That's like a real cutthroat apocalypse, you know, like uh, a walking dead trip the guy and let the zombies eat him as you run away and stuff like that. That seems cool. <laughs> that seems really cool. Spoilers for Walking Dead, like, season two or three, Shane, like, trips over some heftier man, and the zombies get him. So... If you wanted to watch Walking Dead, Shane is a jerk. But that's not, I guess it's not a spoiler. Never mind. Anyways, John Berthold is a national treasure, though. Uh, for me, I, I really do. I like all kinds of board games. So when Dial H Before Us first asked a question like this, uh, I was playing a lot. This is like years ago, like 2015, 2014. I was hanging around people that played a lot of war game miniatures, like style games. So like flames of war stuff like that those like really older guys that are real like military and like old war style like buffs or like even veterans and stuff that like play the games like the tape measurer and the laser pointers and the really weird like counter tokens i played a lot of those because that's just like who was going to gaming conventions in south dakota and around iowa and stuff like in like smaller ones obviously but but still big enough to like play with a couple of people and i really enjoyed that i really just enjoyed like tank trajectory and like the games you could play in like about two hours and for bigger war games and stuff it was just really fun and i really enjoyed um painting them and hanging out with them like that was just like a really cool thing there are some people who play war games that are just insufferable to be around because they will not let you paint them xyz other color because it's inaccurate to the time some people take it way like super serious which is cool because they want to be as accurate as possible and i totally get that um but that's not me. I just wanted to roll dice and be like, Vietnam! Fire. That was a terrible choice for a war. But I guess they're all all wars are whatever. Anyways, nowadays, I just play board games with my family if I'm not playing Hero Clicks. I really like code names. I really... I went to Gen Con. I bought Trogdor, the Burninator, which is a super fun cooperative board game. I bought Terror Below, which is like Tremors. Tremors is one of my all-time favorite movie series slash TV show series. I just freaking love Tremors. Uh, we also play... Um, what is it? What's the Trains one? Ah, oh, jeez. No, I can't be Ticket to Ride. Or... Um, oh, okay. Yeah. Ticket to, yeah, Ticket to Ride. My mom freaking loves Ticket to Ride, and... I even for Mother's Day we all got her Rails and Sails, which is like Ticket to Ride plus boats, and yeah she freaking loves that game so we play it all the time. Uh, and then another game that I do actually play at some Heroes places is The Mind. Uh, so uh, a good buddy of mine in Sioux Falls uh, bought it and it was like a super cheap little ten dollar game, and it's just whenever we want to kill some time we play The Mind and it, it's I'm not I don't want to go into it because it's a little weird but it's a super fun game where where no one talks at all and it's great. And so go ahead and give us the first answer over on Facebook. All right. Superhero organist Robin Cave says, Legendary is very strong, even if sometimes the powers feel redundant. I love chaos in the old world. Everybody is a dark god trying to ruin the world in their own way. You're also all terrible jerks to each other, and anyone who dares play nice runs a severe risk of losing... Fury of Dracula is the most thematic game I've ever played. One Dracula player versus four vampire hunters. I will take on, of course, 
There's a ton of great games out there for any taste, and I could easily overwhelm you with options. Yeah, there, there really is a... There's a place in town here called Spielbound, and it's just like a little cafe, and they've got... It's basically like a library for board games and card games and stuff like that, and you just, you go in, and I think it's usually a free will donation, except on weekends, it's a $5, like, charge, and oh, you okay. just go in, and you can pull one off, like, the shelf, and sit down and play it with your friends, or, so, there's a ton of stuff, but I think Chaos in the Old World sounds really interesting. Okay, right on. First one on the old Twitter here, Protagonist Loyal Miller says, I played Pokemon in the late 90s and Yu-Gi-Oh, but now all I play at his tabletop is Heroclix. Uh, he also plays, he said, like, Enshra, Enshtra, I'm sorry, I don't know. I know poker, and then he says he also plays some Catan and Munchkin, but just family fun games. Nice. I've played Munchkin before, too. That's Munchkin is super fun. It's, it's awesome. It is. And you can, uh, it can get pretty ridiculous pretty fast. Oh, yeah. Uh, Vigilante Jeff Poyer says, I'll always have a fondness for Overpower. It was a great game, and I made one of my great loves while playing it. A game I'm always willing to play is Flux, any version of it. I've heard of Flux, but I've never tried it. I see, like, they have, like, a Batman animated series Flux. They have, like, they have a bunch of different versions of Flux. So I, I get what he's saying about the different versions and stuff. We have Vigilante Collectible, Star Wars CCG, a great game, a great but complex CCG game that was discontinued in 2001, but it's still popular today. Amazingly enough, you can still find sealed product, but it slowly gets more and more expensive. When we went to Gen Con, uh, a guy that plays here locally who went with us to Gen Con was in a Star Wars CCG tournament there, and there was like actually quite a few players for a game that's you know 18 years old. I thought that was really cool. I really dig that. Yeah, I can't believe that. Uh a game could die, and then, you know, people would still play it, like, uh, maybe Heroclix. Like what? <laughs> <laughs> like, like Heroclix did. Uh, superhero Benjamin Umansky says, have you ever done a D&D encounter? The game I like is a lot like that. Pretty much, your characters have stats, and you have to roll dice for them to fight. And if you like D&D encounters, you will love this. It's called Heroclix. So I don't I don't know if he's making fun of me, Jeez. but I feel like he's making fun of me. No, I get it. That's how I. That's literally my go-to explanation for how the game works every time. A lot of people liken it to chess, but I always my go-to is like, have you ever had a D and D encounter? Every single time. So like when you say D and D encounter, you just mean like you're playing D and D and then all of a sudden you have to fight. Is that what you mean? Like roll yeah, initiative, so, let's go. All right, because like when you say encounter, I'm like, is that a different version of D and D? Sorry if I sound stupid. I just really don't know that. No, much about it. it depends on how you play D and D because there's people who play solely for the role playing, and I've been in groups where we do camp- campaigns without ever running encounters and without ever doing battles. Oh wow! So it's all about like. It's all about world building and uh, like diplomacy and, you know, like maybe you break into something, but you run away because your character is not like a strong person. They're just a sneaky person. And so there's like a lot of stuff like that. But an actual like D&D encounter would be like uh, an old lady tells you that her granddaughter is lost in the woods and like she's been missing for days and like you go in there and then 
your DM just kind of side eyes you and like roll a like roll a perception check or you know whatever, and then you know that you're about to get attacked by something by a wolf maybe. Oh maybe. See what I, see what I did there? Anybody a little red that? riding wolf. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> you got it. Every every D and D encounter I ever made was based on uh, uh, like Disney movies. Nice. Your character has ice powers, but they're shunned from the kingdom. What do you do? What do you do? <laughs> I stopped being a DM before that movie came oh, out. Otherwise, I would have. Oh, let's do this. You're the only female warrior in your family, so you have to fight. What do you do? I I roll whatever disguise check, and I the fool everyone. Says, Let it go. Let it go. <laughs> uh, I could do it. Your stepmother is really mean and makes you wash the floor. I don't know how you could turn that into a DD. Anyways, on Twitter, Citizen Jedi Legend said, There are other games? Uh, probably Space Crusade. And this is dang, I'm old. And I'm like, Yeah, you are, because I don't know what Space Crusade is. Sounds cool, though. Yeah. Matthew Armar says, DC deck building game. Loads of fun and very customizable, depending on what sets you have. The Teen Titans core and the expansion are some of my group's favorite sets to play. Also, if you're a villain fan, the Forever Evil core set is pretty good, too. I might have to check that one out. Anything that makes my man sexy Lexi real powerful. That's what I'm down yeah. for. I've actually my I've seen the deck building game like in stores. I just never pick it up because if I'm going to spend money on DC games, it's going to be Heroclix. But you never get the opportunity to spend money on DC Heroclix. Oh, <laughs> once a year. You, you will next year. You should like probably Christmas. drop a lot of money. Ronnie. Good old Kirby Ronnie. I believe it's, sorry, uh, Vigilante Kirby Ronnie. He says, got to go with X-Wing. X-Wing. Yep. That's a, yeah. Not I've actually got property. a few. It's, it's like Star Trek Attack Wing. They're, I think they're yeah. similar. Star Wars. I actually have a few X-Wing uh, models. They do oh, a good nice. job on the sculpts. Okay. Uh, Chris Rizzi says, before moving to Australia, my playing group was in to, into Gloomhaven. It was always fun trying to find groups to play both Marvel Legendary and Marvel versus both great games. Protagonist Ben Jones on the old Twitter said, Before Hero Clicks, my go-to game I enjoyed playing was Star Trek CCG. Interesting, we had a Star we had a Star Wars CCG, now we got a Star Trek one. And I still dig it out on occasions. The other one I liked was Overpower. It was a game, it was a, and, oh, blah, a good game, but it's been a long time since I've played. If not playing Clicks, it's games to the family. Ticket to Ride, Catan, etc. I love those games, man. Matthew DePaz says, Wow, this made me realize that Clicks is the only game I play anymore for years. I came up on TCG, Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh. I guess video games are cool, but really, Hero Clicks is the shiznit. Right on. <laughs> Superhero Demon Hunter said, Coup for certain. Teppin would be my favorite collectible game, though. All right. And Tyler Murin says, So even though I haven't had the time to play a console game in a while, my top five are definitely Pokemon for handheld device. WCW, NWO, or WrestleMania 2000 for N64, which I have, I have all three of those, and they're, they're not as good as No Mercy, Weird but they're good. But okay, <laughs> they're, they're not as good as No Mercy. No Mercy is somehow they made a game from the future in like 1998 for the N64 because it is so ahead of its time that 
even today's WWE games don't keep up with it sometimes. As uh, we all know, the best WWE game is Backstage Brawl. Don't, <laughs> at, me. don't at me. I don't. I don't even. You can't be serious. Uh, anyhow, uh, number three, Destiny one or two. Number two, Batman Arkham series, Spider-Man PS4, and number one, X-Men Arcade, Avengers Arcade, and TMNT Arcade. Mm. He says, the reason I put each multiples in each slot is because they are basically the same game skinned differently. At least that's how I feel when I play them. All right, right on. Bryce Bangeter said Imperial Assault is great, and the skirmish mode isn't far off from Heroclix. All right, and Citizen Peter Marshfield says, I grew up on a lot of collectible card games from Pokemon to Yu-Gi-Oh! and Magic. However, taken a liking to most living card games like Doomtown Reloaded and Warhammer 40k Conquest. The Big Stabowski said, I've always been a fan of Yu-Gi-Oh! Risk and X-Wing. Really like the new Star Wars Legion game, too. All right. Edward K. says, Pathfinder or D&D? Porcupine Spaceship Grenade said Warhammer Age of Sigmar. Ooh. Ooh. You get so much more interesting names on Twitter than I Oh, yeah, because everybody leaves their, like, makes their Twitter handle something, like, weird. Instead of Facebook, they're using, like, their normal, like, accounts that they have, like, their friends and family and stuff on, you know? Yeah, like a person name instead of three nouns put together. Sorry, my real name is actually Little Plastic Superheroes. All right, it's Mr. (laughs) Superheroes to you. Jason Snyder says Twilight Imperium. Right on. We uh, at 60 Ranch and 2.0. Chance McCall said there's a Lord of the Rings tabletop game called Combat Hex that was similar to Clicks that died, but it was sweet. D&D, it was, D&D is also a great creative game if you have the right group. That is so true. It definitely is about the right uh, mix of people, for sure. Yeah. If you have... Sometimes you'll get like a D&D group that is like a lot of Skyrim fans, which nothing wrong with Skyrim. It's a great like world-exploring kind of game. But... When you're like paladins, like I'm gonna loot this dead body, and you're like, "Hey, aren't you, aren't you lawful good? Like you probably shouldn't be sifting through corpses, Mister like, yeah, Paladin." But if no one sees me do it, it's fine. Like, it's like also, mm-hmm. also, I want to be a dragonborn. So, like, all right, uh, Mister Lawful Good Paladin Dragonborn, who can breathe fire, and you look like a blonde-haired, blue-eyed man for some reason. Okay. Greg Miller says, race for the galaxy. Little <laughs> <laughs> uh, plastic superhero. Got a little too real I, for I, me. I, I, I was like, he's really reeling back from the, the, the D&D. Like, it's hitting him pretty hard. Little plastic superhero says, hero, hero quest was the poop emoji back in the day, which probably means it was the shiz. All right. And I don't know if I can read this next one on here. Uh, Corey Franklin says, magic. Yeah, I don't like it. I'm sorry. We're going to have to ban you from uh, from anything ever. All right, I'm going to mark that next to his name. Yeah, make sure he's banned from everything. Jeez. Uh, uh, Citizen Chris Kurtz says, Hearthstone, I love playing games in my underwear. Jeez. All right. That reminds me, uh, Gwent. I used to play a lot of Gwent in the when it was in the beta, and that's like a deck-building game from the Witcher universe, and it was great. 
and then they decided to rearrange what a lot of the cards did. So all of my like decks that I had built and spent like time like you know figuring out how to like best do certain things. One day I logged in and none of them worked the same. So like I'd play a card expecting it to work one way, and then I'd end my turn and the card would like burn. And I'd be like, wait, what? No, that's not sp- what. No, like that's supposed to carry over <laughs> and different stuff like that. Um, huh. Tim Sear says, "Betrayal at the House on the Hill." Spooky. Is that the one where you build? more rooms as you go there's like something like that it's like a house on the hill style game that was that was really fun i played that once i don't know that sounds interesting though no the rest is all you man i'm i'm out sorry i forgot to say i was totally out i'm gone oh man okay we are rock bottom if you will (laughs) chase sly oh not the people's elbow the rock bottom is that yeah the rock bottom (laughs) just just, the true finisher of the rock would be the people's elbow that didn't even sound right (laughs) uh jay sly says I like these a lot. And then he had an image of Monopoly Deal, which I think is like a card-based Monopoly game, and Catan. So I've actually played very little Catan. I know how to play. It's just, I don't know. I just never was like a huge fan. It's pretty boring. (laughs) Yeah. After you play it a couple of times, you're just like, eh. I mean, there's, there's certain strategies that really work well. And right off the bat, when you get, like, your hand, you can tell if you're going to be able to, like, do anything with it. And there's usually, uh, in the groups that I would play with, there was always, like, one person that was just really competitive and ruined it every single time. That is so lame. For, yeah. For a game where you want brick, wood, sheep, and rocks. <laughs> Sorry, it's like, really? This is what we're doing? Okay. It's like, no, you you only get one sheep for your three wood, because I have all the sheep. I was like, all right, that's fine. Dude. Thanks. All right, let's go. <laughs> I don't even want your sheep. Uh, Christopher E. Cottrell says, Smash Up. Hmm. Not Smash City. Uh, huh. Chris Cooper says, Arkham Horror. I don't know if that's related to DC or not, but probably not. Sounds like and, a game that would just take forever to set up. You think so? Yeah. Yeah, Arkham Horror. It just sounds like it would take a good, good couple hours to even get going. Just from name alone. Just like, from name alone. Just from name alone. I've never played it or seen it played. I'm just you had to just read. You have to read like five chapters of ancient lore to understand. Yeah. All right, and that's it's all we've like got on work. Facebook. Okay, right on. Uh, if you like the Community Tuesday's question, make sure to check in every Tuesday on the Facebook or the Twitter, and you can go ahead and answer it, especially if you want to have your answer read on the podcast next up in community we have questions from our favorite japanese listener malcolm rush so last night he was hit with a typhoon and uh said he had an earthquake too which say let's talk about some scary stuff since halloween is around the corner and everybody is fine halloween questions these are all going to be best worst favorite there's also best worst favorite sculptures but uh there's uh, 11 questions i don't want to we're already going to do 30 figures each on just best worst favorite and you know best worst favorite we'd have to do 60 figures each we'd have to talk about an individual 120 figures which is just way too many figures so we're going to keep it to best worst favorite and we'll shout out our favorite sculpts every once in a while so number one is best worst and favorite vampire dial simeon 
All right, I think the current best vampire is Rune, and just because his versatility, um, also because power creeps a thing. So, um, as like the game progresses, the newest vampire is probably always going to be better than the older ones. But the ability to start him with a gauntlet makes him really flexible. Uh, his uh, double chance at shape change is pretty good, and then the fact that he can heal two on if he hits a character with power cosmic or is a hundred points or more. Um, I've never gotten a vampire to top dial as often as rune. And it's just like most of the time, if I play a vampire, I have to build a team slightly around them. And rune is just like a one man, you know, you, you start him with it, the iron man gauntlet and you pick hypersonic or you pick flurry and then he can charge flurry. And all of a sudden he's top dial mm. in one turn. Uh, Worst is the Vampire Baron from the Rest in Peace set because he doesn't even have a vampire dial. He's got a switch dial. He doesn't mm. heal at all. What kind of vampire is he? I don't... It's like... But the actual vampires from the Rest in Peace set actually are pretty decent dials for what they do. Um, just oh. the Vampire Baron. I think he's like pretending or something. Uh, and then also under Worst... I'm going to slide this in there. The vampire Wolverine and Batman are so overcosted and they don't have Indom. And it's like the, the Wolverine's not terrible, but the Batman, you have to KO a figure to heal. And, uh, unless you're playing against a pog generator, he always just gets taken down before he gets a chance to heal. And then my all time favorite, uh, vampires are Hellcow and the fear itself, Dracula both for the sculpt and uh, playability. Fear Itself Dracula is probably the coolest-looking vampire that WizKids has ever made. Um, if I ever do like a Castlevania kind of like game and I need a sculpt, that's the one that I'll use because he's got like the blood armor and this huge sword and really cool-looking. Nice. All right, so for my uh, vampires, I went with best because I still have nightmares about this guy. Is Fear Itself Dracula, actually. He was probably not that great anymore for 220 points, but in Fear Itself Sealed, the one month I played, wow, he, he was gnarly. I mean, just like he was like a force to be reckoned with. That Dracula is really awesome and just has put himself at the best in my mind. Worse, I actually went with uh, the vampire uh, from the Rest in Peace set. I went with a normal oh. vampire. Because I'm like, when is he ever going to heal, to be honest? Like, he's going to sell. <laughs> he's going to get, like, shot. Like, I don't I don't really like him that much. And then my all-time favorite vampire is going to go to Zombie Morbius. Yeah, baby. I, I really like Morbius as a character. I really liked his role in Marvel Zombies. And I really liked that we got a Marvel Zombie version of Morbius. And I think it's really cool that he's a vampire-zombie hybrid thing. You know, like, that's just so much, that's just so much fun. Yeah, that's dope. That is cool. Uh, shout out to another favorite vampire of mine is the Vampire Baron because I really like his <laughs> dial. Actually, I like I like that he switches to the mist form, the bat form, and the normal vampire form. Sue but he, me. There's Sue no me. steel energy. That's he's a n- dumb gimmick, and you know it is. He's got it on his vampire form. You know, he's All got right. he's got the two clicks later. Uh, okay. I'm also gonna shout out Sauron just because the. Uh, vampire dinosaur so oh that's true there was a version of him that was the the vampire dinosaur 
All right, next up, number two, is Best Worst Favorite Werewolf Dial. He also said, or any comic book character that can shapeshift into an animal, uh, which is like, okay, I'm not going to choose Beast Boy, but thanks for making that an option. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Best Worst Favorite Werewolf or shapeshifting animal comic character. All right. We really don't have a ton of werewolves to choose from, but I put my the best, I think, is the Werewolf Alpha um he's got some crazy good powers that he can roll onto um depending on like what part of his dial he's on uh worst i put the experienced animal animal man from origin the origin set not only is his power like he starts with leap climb and i i can't remember if it was like incapacitate or something um also his sculpt we've never gotten an animal man with like what i consider a cool sculpt uh, in the comics, he could, like, I guess it was more recently when they did, like, the, they had the storyline with the red and green and the rot and stuff like that. Okay. He was kind of getting, like, weird on his, like, powers and his connection to the red. And uh, his, like, face would sometimes, like, morph halfway into, like, a rhino. Mm-hmm. So I really wanted, like, I really want, like, a cool sculpt like that. But otherwise, his arms are just, like, up in the air. And he's just like slightly crouched in almost every single one of his sculpts. And no, then, not wrong, my... but I really like the WizKids one with the LE where it's got the bear behind him. Like that's kind of cool. Oh yeah, yeah, like the essence so, like, the kind of thing. Essence thing, yeah. That's that's the best one that we've gotten. And even then, it's it's only cool because that effect is there. That's true. Without that effect, it's just a man oh, slightly crouches his arms up. Without that, it's super, yeah, slightly crouches his arms up, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then my favorite, uh, the werewolf, or werewolf by night from the Amazing Spider-Man set. I still have a box full of these. Um, so, like, the sculpt's just really cool, and they're super cheap, so you can pack a ton on your force. And then they've got that... Uh, I can't remember what it's called. I think it's like Blood Moon or something. They've got a trait where you roll for them at the beginning of it, and they get different stat bump or like blades, depending on what you roll. Right on. Uh, for my best, worst, favorite werewolf. Werewolf is probably my favorite uh, Halloween-style character. I really like werewolves. I, was, I really dug them. thought they were kind of cool. You know, shipped into a wolf thing. Very specific, weird weaknesses like silver or a silver-handled stick even. You know, like, just, it was just funny. Um, uh, best, I went with the Werewolf Alpha like you did. I think he's just really solid. Worst, I went with Infinity Challenge Wolf's Bane because you have to push her to a no-move-and-attack blades click on each version. And whether or not you think she's a werewolf, she's a person that turns into a were- or wolf thing don't care if she's a mutant. Don't at me. Uh, and then, obvious, obviously, my favorite werewolf is Capwolf. I mean, you, you should have seen that um, miles away. Uh, yeah, I was actually hey, going to say that was my... Looks awesome. I was going to say that was the worst, just to hear you. I would have been so mad. <laughs> sorry, I need a new co-host. Uh, just, it wasn't working out, Simeon. What? Sorry about that, bro. <laughs> Uh, next up is going to be best, worst, favorite, witch, wizard, or magic user. Ooh. All right. Um, so another thing that might uh, make you snap, I put best as Faust. Mm. Just, be- <laughs> just because, I mean, on paper, mm. if you were going to rank like point by point what the best figure was, mm. Faust. <laughs> stop. stop. 
<laughs> Faust has got to be the best. Uh, <laughs> just for his points, uh, for what he does, you know, uh, he forces you to win the game automatically unless you're playing against another Faust. Um, I put the worst I put as the witch from World's Finest, both the most boring sculpt and probably like the worst use of 20 points unless you're building a mystical team, but like opening a pack of world's finest and having, or like in sealed, having two of your figures be witches and then not enough mystical team to like make them useful was just like sad. And then let's see. I think, Oh yeah. My favorite has got to be Mazaz from, Oh yeah. What was that? Superman? Was that Trinity? Yeah, Trinity War. That was Trinity War. Yeah, yeah. The backwards Shazam, Lex Luthor. Backwards Shazam. Yeah. He's like, I can't remember how many points he is, but he's really expensive and uh, not usually worth it. Yeah, not usually worth it. But in some games, if you can get him the right support, you're like playing like 500 points, so he's not your only attacker then you can send him out and maybe KO a weak figure. And then once he starts stacking powers, he just turns into a monster. Oh, yeah. um, and then shout out to Dr. Fate. Any Dr. Fate, always cool sculpts. And uh, Bombshell Zatanna, also one of my favorite sculpts. Right on. For me, best in my opinion, I like the Batman animated series Zatanna. I really think she's awesome. Uh, she's just one of my all-time favorite support figures ever. Boom, double enhancement with the bats. Like, that's so cool and thematic. Even, especially for Halloween, you got bats flying around. Perplexed TK prob. I think she's great. Even for 75 points, she got Mystic Team ability. I think she's really fun. Worst, I went with Clea. I really do not like Clea at all. I really hated her in re- while, while reading EarthX. I did not care for her at all. And uh, her figure, I really don't like that much either. Uh, my favorite yeah. is a tie between Punisher of the Strange, because the best kind of magician is a guy who just uses it to make an SMG and just shoot people down. I also really like that he has worldwide monster healing shutoff. Like, it's awesome. Whenever, like, you want to talk about the perfect zombie counter, if there ever was one, it's Punisher of the Strange, because he just shuts off zombies if they have the monster keyword they just can't heal and i was like yeah that's a that's pretty good there pun pun and another just shout out favorite is going to be uh millennium puzzle dark battle of the millennium dark magician girl i actually i really think she's really solid i think she's the best dark magician girl that's not over costed like the other two with just amazing opening stats like a six range double bolt sidestep with eight movement 11 attack pen blast 17 defense with esd and three damage with prob if she is part of a mystical theme team, she can choose a combat value to be modified plus one for the entire game, except damage. Or if Dark Magician is on the force, she can choose her damage value. So she could be, you know, an 18 defense with ESD, or she can be, you know, a 12 attack. You know, like, I think she's awesome. I really do think she's cool. And she has some other powers down dial. But for less than 100 points, I really like that Dark Magician girl. And I just had to put had to put her on the list somewhere. Number four, probably the weirdest category, and one uh, that was a little difficult. Best, worst, and favorite Halloween animals. Y- yeah. All right. Well, I mean, the best Halloween animal is man. He is truly the most dangerous of all the Halloween animals. I don't want to justify that with a response, <laughs> so I just, yeah. 
right. Keep going. Just next. Next. <laughs> my actual answer. So I don't know if this was Heroclix related or just animals in general. So I just I put uh, best is dog because you can dress them up. You know, you can give them an outfit. Uh, worst is snakes because it's hard to dress snakes up. Um, they're too thin and like you, you have to like zip tie things to them. And then favorite is rats because they're easier to dress up than snakes. And they're also pretty cute. I used to have a rat and one year for Halloween, we dressed it up as a banana. We just uh, had some yellow felt and made it look like a banana. So, uh, <laughs> favorite sculptures for those. I put Miss Lion for the for the dog, uh, Princess Python for the snake, and Tribbles because I don't think we've got a actual rat sculpt. Uh, yeah, he's called Splinter. All right, sorry, oh, yeah. caught someone off guard there. <laughs> I forgot about Master Splinter. Goodness gracious, golly gosh, I didn't. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't, I didn't expect you to take the question that way. Oh wow. Uh, for me, best is Bessie uh, the Hell Cow. Worst is any non-bovine animal, and then my favorite is Bessie the Hell Cow. You can tell we took this one the most serious in our. Yeah, answer. she's got a she got a vampire cape. She's I mean, got a vampire cape, dude. Bessie's awesome. Bessie's my girl. Clearly, uh, a Halloween the best animal. Are there any other Halloween animals? I mean, in the same sense that a vampire cow is no no i don't think so number five is best worst and favorite ghost character dials ghost type of powers yeah so i put ghost rider uh mammoth ghost rider and uh ghost rider no um i actually put jacob marley is the best uh his being able to phase through people and give them like a minus two attack, and then I think he rolls to see if they take an action token. Yeah. Super good. Uh, the worst is the the ghost from Halo, because it's not even a ghost; it's like some sort of vehicle thing. Now, so I don't know. I don't know if the people at Halo know like what ghosts are, but um, it looks kind of like a dune buggy. And then uh, my favorite is Abraham Lincoln's ghost. Nice. Nice. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Uh, I said best was Ghost of Abraham Lincoln. I really do think he's probably the best ghost character we have made, uh, especially at lower dial. Full dial, not so much. Worst has got to go with just Ghost from the RIP set. A loser. And uh, favorite is Death. Uh, To keep with the Ghost theme, I really wanted them to all be Ghost Rider too, but I'm like, his name is Ghost Rider, but he's a demon. Like, he's not a ghost. That, That was my only thing. I was like... I'm gonna get all technical about you know hollow like yeah but no his know. bike's the ghost he's just the rider oh my god <laughs> okay okay um but I did have to shout out Ghost Rider um and no one in particular uh, for sculpts just because they're all good sculpts literally maybe except for Amazing Spider Man where he's just on his bike and it's not doing anything cool and there's no cool chain action besides that one i'm pretty sure every ghost rider sculpt is pretty darn cool even when he's not on his bike he's got the little fire chain whipping around like it's pretty darn like sweet like ghost rider is just awesome yeah Uh, number six best worst and favorite frankenstein monsters a man-made monster so any kind of man-made monster if you will 
uh, spoilers, the Joker. He's a man-made monster. Um, All right. All right. (laughs) Sure. Uh, I put my best, the best and my favorite are both Frank and Castle. Um, And then worst is, I don't know if this actually qualifies. So I don't, I don't read enough DC Mm -hmm. to know uh, for sure, Mm -hmm. but I put Solomon Grundy from Hypertime. I don't know if he's man-made. I assume it's like some sort of curse or something, but well, see, he was born on a Monday. Oh yeah, he might not be. He might have been born on a Sunday. I can't remember honestly. I <laughs> uh, was born on a Monday. Ah, I know. Died so on good. a died on a Wednesday. Uh, We're just skipping Tuesday because Tuesday he answered Dial H's community Heracles <laughs> question. <laughs> That's what killed him. That's what killed him. Yeah, they can't be too careful around them Dial H fellers. All right. Um. My best, in my opinion, is the Trinity War Frankenstein. I think he's a beast. Um, for once again, under a hundred points. Uh, he is a super long die. He's got eight clicks deep. Uh, I just think he's awesome. You know, he's got creature. Oh man. yeah, it's like, the one with the I, big sword. Big old sword. Yeah, no, I really enjoy okay. that figure a lot. Uh, worst, sadly, has to go to the only Frankenstein's monster. I mean, technically there's two, but the only Marvel Frankenstein's monster. And just because we haven't gotten one in a while, he's got two clicks of eight attack, two clicks of nine attack, and he's slow, which is cool. I do like his choke power. I think that's really neat. Um, but he's just not great, uh, which is kind of the big bummer, you know? And then my favorite is kind of have a, another favorite here, but Frankencastle. Like, I mean, come on drill drill drone gun like he's awesome frankencastle is just cool and he's got a crazy long dial with you know mostly useful clicks in between but he's just so much fun to play (laughs) like he's just cool he was a unique idea he's got a big old pistol like frankencastle is just really dope a great storyline too if you want to like dip back into uh old marvel that didn't make any sense the uh the Punisher run where he had the angel arsenal, he like could just pull angel guns out of thin air, and then the uh, Franken Franken Castle like run. I think it was like right around the same time. Were both pretty fun. I just imagine like every time he goes in some place, like Hallelujah, Hallelujah, boom, 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 you're dead, Amen, like. <laughs> I just I think that's so funny. He's got the angel guns. It's just great. Uh, number seven is one of my favorite questions we have here. Best, worst, and favorite zombie dial. Ooh. Simeon, go. Uh, best zombie Abraham Lincoln, of oh. course. Uh, the four score power is great, and uh, it's just I I don't know. I like having a dead president on my team. Uh, Worst, I put Zombie from R.I.P. They have bad attacks, bad defense. They're cheap, and they can, you know, they're somewhat, uh, they're almost like autonomous, depending on how you use them. But they're just overall bad. That being said, I've ran, like, entire swarms of just those guys. So I I know firsthand I've played them enough times. And then my favorite is Zuvembi from Spider-Man, Amazing Spider-Man. Um, I think that was where it's from, at least. Yeah, it is. Uh, yeah, I, they're just like super cheap, and it was pretty easy to get their combat values up so that they could actually damage stuff. And then I think you could make more of them. 
Yeah. I think if you had to do KO stuff, yeah. They brought in a new one. Uh, my, the best zombie, this is unarguable, is Zombie Super Scroll. Don't, don't even, just don't. Like, the dude is still way too good for his points. And he's starting to come up on power creep here, to be honest with you. Uh, worst, the worst is the first Zombie Spider-Man. He is bad. The Chase Zombie Spider-Man is so, so much worse than the rare that came in Mutations of Monsters. It's not even funny. He has Energy Explosion as his only attack power with zero range and nine attack top dial. I mean, it's just like, why? 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 Um, and then my favorite, it's between these two. Um, for a lot of like sentimental reasons, I really, really like the Zombie Red Skull. Uh, I got like that preview at a really kind of cr- crappy time uh, that was going on, and I just was really happy when I saw that Zombie Red Skull preview. And then, of course, Colonel America. I also have a really amazing story now about how I got my Colonel America, and I'm really, really, really happy about that. And I, I really love the Marvel Zombies run. I seriously do. I Ever since, you know, Hero Hooks was a game that got me into the zombies because they were chases and I always liked zombies anyways because that was the whole zombie craze and I was like well I gotta read all these books so I went out and I went to like Barnes and Nobles or whatever and bought all the zombie omnibuses bought the army of darkness one and I just read it and I just remember rereading those all the time and I'm just like in awe of how much I really enjoyed like the zombie saga series it was just really good so yeah uh, Colonel American Red Skull for sure especially how good their flavor text is Number eight is best, worst, and favorite monster not man-made. All right. Best, I put Wendigo. Um, he's new. So I was, trying to, I was trying to look back as best I could. But Wendigo, sculpt alone, there's so much detail in their sculpts that he could easily be one of their like, D&D sculptures. Um, and then, of course, I think everyone at this point knows just how ridiculous his, like, vampire kind of dial is and how kind of busted it is for, like, you know, whatever point value you play him at. And then, uh, for worst, I put the Horta from Star Trek, the original series. Um, I just, I hate playing it. I've tried it a few times. Uh, it's It just doesn't work for me. I hate it. It's bad. Um, hmm. <laughs> and then my favorite is Krampus. Krampus. I like evil Mix, Santa. Mixing a little Nightmare Before Christmas action going on here. Well, and his sculpt is really fun. There's you know some children in his backpack that he's Jeez. taken away. So he's who doesn't like that? I don't know if you saw that movie like three or four years ago. I hated it so much. That was a oh, terrible movie. It, it was, was so bad. bad. Yeah. Oh, it was bad. It was next level bad. <laughs> Oh it was, my gosh. It was legitimately kind of scary up until the point where um like the jack in the box turned into like a weevil and tried to swallow a kid and I was like, "Uh, okay." It went See, from like kind of scary, it, sinister to yeah, just silly. Where it went like elongated or whatever. I still didn't like that. That still kind of creeped me out, but I was like, this is definitely of all the things i'm gonna take issue with it with it's this like i like the gingerbread dudes and him like having a shotgun i'm like that was funny you know that was like a little bit more like action for this horror movie i like the whole everybody getting lost in the snow and the whole not seeing krampus head on and everything but uh some of that stuff i was just like oh that's what that's what we're doing weird (laughs) okay sure whatever krampus uh best uh, best non-man-made monster, Captain Venom. 
I'm don't don't argue with me. I mean, Wendigo is awesome and all, but having monsters on a theme team, Captain Venom just had to be on this list somewhere in any of these. And you could honestly put him as the best monster just because of how much better he makes other monsters. You know, being able to take monsters from all over that don't share keywords and make them a name theme team is just huge. Yeah. Uh, worst, I went with Savembi. I the only thing that saves that I know I feel bad about this um, is is the Indomitable and the Shape Change. Without that, they have really poor values. They have no movement attack, and they don't even ignore hindering. I don't think like they are the pinnacle of a slow, slow zombie. I wish I don't. I know this was before sidestep, but I wish they at least had like free move one square or something. You know. Yeah, uh, and then my favorite is you just skeleton. have to hit the opposing character a bunch, and then their combat values aren't terrible. Right, but <laughs> if you just have them on the team, it's gonna take you a while to hit the opposing character a bunch. You know, you just gotta ask them nicely. Nine, at- nine attack, top dial. I don't know how well you're gonna be hitting an opposing character. But favorite skeleton. Uh, if you know anything about uh, when I do trades and stuff, I always try to get skeletons. I love Army of Darkness. It is my all-time favorite movie ever. And I just love skeleton fodder. So skeletons for sure. Number nine. Best, worst, and favorite Halloween characters in Heracles. This was a weird one. Because I'm like, Halloween characters? That's so oddly specific and yet not at all. You know? So what'd you get? What'd you get? Yeah. So I I mean, I think like Calendar Man would make sense. Uh, you know, like the longest Halloween kind of stuff. But what I put was the Dark Metal Chases. I just think they're like so, you know, they're like they're nightmare versions of Batman, like literal nightmare creations of Batman. And then, uh, so that's I think those are the best, just because the way they look. Um, Dial's not always like craziest, but the way they look is the best. Uh, worst is a uh, Super Doom, like that Doom that dressed up like Superman is such a weird concept. Like it's just doomsday wearing superman's outfit super weird um i think he's like that's the only one where they had a character dress up like another character so and then um my favorite is man thing i don't know if he really fits in with halloween but he's like a spooky swamp creature so you know he's got the whole like uh those who fear him burn at man thing's touch or whatever his I don't remember how it goes. I think it says, those who know fear burn at the man things touch. Yeah, yeah. If you've ever seen the Halloween episode of Superhero Squad, the man thing is in it, and the announcer does that like five or six times in the episode. It's <laughs> hilarious. It's like when uh, Psylocke would ever do anything in like a cartoon and be like, or in like comics even, and it'd be like, I will use my full psionic ability to make a psi blade. It's like, oh, that's what that purple thing is. Like, they, she had to explain it multiple times, so you weren't just like, why is she holding a lightsaber? Yeah. Uh, I went with Earth X Spider-Man because he bought a Halloween costume of Spider-Man to wear. Ah, uh, yeah, that's that is, true. That is my best uh, I could figure out for that one. And I think both EarthX Spider-Mans are really good for the point cost. Worst, I'm going to give it to Belphegor. I think he's a really inflated point cost for 90 points. Uh, overall, pretty lame. And favorites, I went with Jack-O-Lantern from Civil War. Yeah, that is a cool one. Yep. Flamin', uh, flamin pumpkin head guy. I mean, that's 
about as Halloweeny as it gets, I'd say. Then there's Jester too, right? There's also Jester, and I I was thinking about him too, but he's just like a Renaissance fan yeah. dude with a yo-yo or whatever. That's true. Like, I didn't. I wasn't. I was. I really wanted to. I really wanted to, but I was just like, I straight up think Jester just puts him in a in Renaissance pair medieval style more than Halloween, you know. And number. 10. I actually forgot what this one is. I need to double check. Best worst favorite costume that is not in their original costumes. So when they dress as a different character, pretty much. Or when they have an updated look sort of thing. This is another one that I I had a hard time with. Uh, I said best was Cyclops with Magneto's helmet. Clearly not Magneto. Magneto doesn't shoot things out of his eyes. He doesn't... I don't know who he thinks he's fooling. Um, But that's a pretty good figure, so... Uh, worst is uh, Magneto with the Cyclops helmet. Um, they haven't made it yet, but I'm hoping it's going to come out in the uh, the Carnage set as a new character. <laughs> yeah, no, I I put worst as Savage Surfer, which is just like the Silver Surfer in barbarian armor, and um, he's just a he's got a bad dial. Yeah, he's like I've played a lot of Silver Surfers and. Most of them you can still play today and not like outright lose. But uh, Silver Savage is not one of those. He is he's pretty bad. And then my favorites is the new morph because he looks like Wolverine. Nice. Yeah, those are all pretty good picks. Uh, best I went with Earth-X Captain America. It's Captain America not wearing his normal Captain America garb. Instead, he has a classic Old Glory uh, draped across himself. I think that's pretty cool, especially since in Earth-X they changed the American flag. So I really like that idea. Worst, I have to go with the Captain. Uh, any version of him because the Captain uh, is actually a really cool, unique version of Captain America when he goes out. And is a man without a country for the second time because we like reusing storylines, I guess. Uh, and this is when they appoint uh, John Walker to be the new Captain America. Um, but every version of the Captain is him from a comic. And yeah, it's really cool. I love Captain America picking up Mjolnir, and I think it's awesome. But he had it for two pages, and we don't have a normal version of the Captain where he was just roaming around. We only have the, I went to help Thor, and I picked up the hammer. Like, And I think that's really awesome, and I think it's really cool, but I think it really sucks that we don't have um, a normal version of that, in my opinion. As a big Captain America fan I am, and especially how much I like that series, uh, we need one where it's just normal. And I really hope that the best set of 2020 is going to have that version in it. Uh, also, for worst, I had Rajaz. I really like 1602. I think it's an amazing, really cool concept, and I think it's great. But it's such a bad dial. Rajaz is just unplayable for his points. It's just terrible. Favorite, I went with Captain Iron America. Are you sensing a theme? Yeah. Uh, Captain <laughs> Iron America, he's wearing a Iron Man or like Iron Patriot suit, I guess, really. And that's really cool. And then slash him is Bombastic Bagman to have a non-Captain America thing. It's literally Spider-Man wearing Johnny Storm's uh, suit with a paper bag over his head, which I think is just hilarious. That is, a, yeah. I think I've got that sculpt on. That's like one of my few display ones. I say few display ones. There's a whole three shelves of displayed stuff, but yeah. Right on. And then the very final one. It's a pretty easy one. It's what are you going to be for Halloween? Or what was your favorite Halloween costume that you were in the past? What I'm going to be this year is uh, Shigaraki from My Hero Academia. He's uh, one of the bad guys. So I'm, 
I've actually got like the stuff that I'm working on right now. Um, if you've never watched the show, he's just like this weird lanky kid with all these like hands, these like disembodied hands attached to like his like random like arms and face and body. And so that's what I'm working on right now. And then um, at work, I work on billboards. So I get to climb up and change billboards. And they let us dress up for Halloween. So I'm going to dress up as Waldo. <sighs> so while I'm up there, if anyone ap- actually happens to see me, occasionally people like honk and wave. But I'll dress up as Waldo and uh, maybe someone will like spot me and think it's funny. That is actually really cool. That's awesome. I thought about doing like Batman or Spider Man. That's what I was honestly I was about to say like why not Spider Man or Batman since you know well, Batman the whole climbing things and Spider Man. Yeah, it's because I I have to wear this like big harness thing, and oh. so half the outfit would be covered up, and I think Waldo is something that I can wear over my harness like easy enough and. Oh nice. Yeah. Okay, cool. Right on. Uh, my go-to for Halloween is almost always Ash. So, sadly, so few people even, like, recognize it anymore. Uh, but I have been Ash for Halloween uh, a w- uh, for a while. Last year, I was Infinity War Captain America without the beard because I didn't feel like doing that much work. And I just walked around just because I, I do a lot of cosplay. I normally just reuse anything I use for cosplay. And I think it was, like, 2013, I had, like, a really cool milk jug chainsaw i made out of it like cardboard and stuff and i was really proud that was my first like ash williams cosplay i was really proud of that um uh, a few like a year after that i made my first uh colonel stars and stripes i and like obviously also no one got that but i also thought that was really cool because i i made the the betsy ross stick that he has and it's another prop that i've remade today just because of how cool that prop is i don't know if you've seen kick ass or kick ours too or not but i think it's really I just think it's dope. Like I just really like patriotic characters, so I really like the weapon that he uses. Uh, so th- that's for sure one of my favorite ones. But most likely, I w- I'm going to be Ash. I was originally going to be Steve from Stranger Things this year, but I just <laughs> it's going to be it's going to be a little cold. So <clears throat> that's kind of the worst part about living uh, a little up north and whatnot is that <clears throat> you don't just get to be Spider Man. You got to be Spider Man with a jacket, you know. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, but those are all our questions from Malcolm. So, Malcolm, thank you so much uh, for sending those in. And double-checking, we actually, uh, Jedi Legend didn't post, just saying, we caught him, caught him slipping here, uh, hasn't posted a Heroclix tip of the week. So instead, we are going to do Sith Lord Ranch Hands Heroclix tip of the week. You don't get a... You don't get a... Oh, you really okay? I'll give you a bumper. You don't want to sell me death sticks. I don't want to sell you death sticks. You want to go home and rethink your life. I want to go home and rethink my life. This your hook tip of the week is gonna be: Is it Golden Age at your venue? Are you gonna do just a no holds barred fun match? Well, here's the tip for you: Don't play, don't play Felix Faust. Do not, do not play Felix Faust. Instead, play Copycat because she is a amazing counter to a Felix Faust team. And you don't have to be the judge that plays Felix Faust. And instead, if they're playing Felix Faust, you go ahead and take theirs and say, no, you're bad. And if it's anyone else, you can just take, like, their taxi or something. And it's a lot more fun to play against. That's what you should do. That's my tip of the week. Don't be a jerk. Play Felix Faust. Um, uh, that was already an, an intro to the uh, Calder's crazy 
soapbox. I don't know what we're going to do. Anyways, I'm going to rant about Felix Faust for a quick minute here. Uh, last week, we did 300 points Golden Age, no, hold, no holds barred, and we said everybody's just going to play the most broken thing in the world. I own three Felix Fausts. I want to destroy all three. Uh, so guys, join that $5 Patreon tier. I want to make a really cool video, get it edited up of like different ways destroying Felix Faust. All I'm saying, if you want to see it, you're as salty as I am. I mean, there's a lot of salt here, guys. Um, let's do it. And they all borrowed Felix Faust, and I was like, yeah, I'm not going to play this jank. So I played like a copycat uh, Super Scroll team. And um, it was probably the least fun I think anyone's ever had playing Hero Clicks. And what made it worse was the kid, the kid at the venue, he's like 14, 15, who said he really wanted to play as Felix Faust because he found it in his bin of Hero Clicks that he actually owned one from however many years ago or whatever, whenever he got it, didn't even show up. Yeah, he was begging to, for everyone to play. Let's do Felix Faust. We really want to play Felix Faust. And we're like, okay. And then, like, you know, everybody at the venue is like, we're going to show these kids why we don't play unrestricted Golden Age. And we're going to really, you know, mess them up and whatnot. And all the guys were playing Felix Faust. I was playing Copycat. I couldn't bring myself to play Felix Faust. Even though, technically, I played him as soon as I switched it over. But that's another story. <laughs> and, I mean, like, it's like, yeah, you're the jerk that just stole my Felix Faust instead. And now you're using him against me. Like, that's so much better. Um, but, yeah, that really, really bothered me that he didn't even show up. And it's like, well, well now we didn't even teach anyone a lesson. Because everyone here didn't even want to play Felix Faust. And the <laughs> the guy that ended up winning had a total, complete shutdown team with the whole Greed Ophidian, um what was it, Omega Drive thing, where you can just instantly choose it every single turn and just like, yeah, you're just shut down. You just don't even play Hero Clicks. So uh, don't don't be a jerk and play Felix Faust. No matter what it is, I don't care how cutthroat it is, if you're going to think about playing some kind of Felix Faust or you think Felix Faust is going to be on the board, instead play uh, Copycat. That way you can steal their Felix Faust, put it over on your side. Maybe uh, if, if you get a start first, just kill it right away or if they find a way to switch it over even then like i would just like i would still kill my own figure i put that bad boy next to titano but not on his retail and just like yeah i'm gonna kill it myself and i'm gonna kill titano doing it i don't care <laughs> he looks fast the worst i'll take that mystics i ain't scared of no mystics so that's uh that's sith lord ranch hand tip of the week and that brings us to the close of our show ladies and gentlemen i just want to go ahead and tell you you can find Dial H for Hero Clicks on Podbean, iTunes, a couple of different podcast platforms, and of course we upload each one to YouTube. Every Thursday, I will be uploading an unboxing series to YouTube where I go ahead and unbox new sets, old sets, stuff that I just find lying around, and then every week we open up a booster supernova to go ahead and chase those zombies. I'm also keeping a running tab of each supernova figure we get. And I think out of the 48-something uh, cases or whatever uh, boosters of Supernova I have, we should be able to pull off a complete set besides Chases. So that is going to be really fun. If you want to see any other kind of content on the YouTube channel besides unboxings like gameplay or even team building, go ahead and write in and let us know. I try to respond to most of the comments there. If you have questions for us, like Malcolm's, that you want to have read on the podcast and then subsequently answered, go ahead and send that into the Twitter or the Facebook and of course, if you just want to do a more straightforward approach, go ahead and email us at dialhforheroclicks at gmail.com. Anything else you want to add to the show, Simeon? Nope. Um, I was just going to say maybe you should do like a, a pizza unboxing where you just open a box of pizza and there's a pizza in there. Cowabunga. 
<laughs> I'm sorry. That's all, uh, I, that's all I got. Yeah. I'm sorry. You're not giving me a lot of work with. Cowabunga. <laughs> Wise man says, never pay full price for late pizza. <laughs> Terrible Michelangelo. Yeah, I know. It was bad. It sounded bad. I'm aware of how bad that sounded. That's all right. I mean, the turtles sounded bad when they first uh, came <laughs> out. Anyhow, so it's <laughs> all right. Enough dilly-dally. Thank you guys so much for listening to Dial H for here. Click Simeon. You want to go ahead and read us out of here? Yes, I do. Just as a reminder, Dial H for Heroclix is brought to you by CoolStuffInc.com, where you can find cool stuff in stock every day, including all the latest Heroclix singles and sealed products. We've got WWE coming out. We've got Star Trek out. We've got X-Men that's been out for a couple weeks. You've got all kinds of options. The Orville is somewhere in the mist. Uh, So check them out at CoolStuffInc.com. Happy trails. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.